and welcome to a toast to horror. I, I had a flashback to a toast to rom coms. I, I couldn't. I could see it in your face. I saw like panic. <laughs> I wasn't sure where I was going, but I found it now. A toast to horror. We're here. It's new. Still very new. I'm already scared because I hear footsteps coming down the stairs. Hello, buddy. Scared you. Scared me. Yep. Have a, are you giving me a hug good night? No. Just <coughs> coming down and check on you. I'm good. Thank you for checking on me. All right. See ya. That was adorable. Thank you. She is very cute. I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And we're here to talk to, we're like, not even at number five, another horror movie. You're right. We're at number four. I know. This is crazy. Um, So in case you're just tuning in, in case that's a thing with streaming, I don't think it is. I feel like you sound like Conan. He's always like, (laughs) on the radio, see? (laughs) Um. We have recently switched from doing romantic comedies and talking about romantic comedies to talking about horror movies. So we are still on our early days talking about horror movies with our new format. And that's where we are. I was getting so sick of rom-coms, guys. Sorry. That's fine. You were not sick of rom-coms. I wasn't. um, Because they're happy. (laughs) (laughs) and it's not like we were doing like super cheesy rom-coms most of the time so i was i was fine but shaking it up is good new things i love change you do change is your middle name it is it's my favorite (laughs) (laughs) i'm surprised no one has ever gotten me a shirt that says change is hard because i've been told it multiple times and if someone ever did get me that t-shirt i'd burn it (laughs) i would go out buy a lighter in that instant bring it back to where that person stood and light the shirt aflame (laughs) so just in case you were thinking about getting me that shirt don't (laughs) (laughs) that's not very nice well you know what fuck those people who say that (laughs) Fuck them. Yeah, we know. We're aware. Thanks. Well. I have some rage in me today. You do. Uh, Do you think that the main character in this movie that we're going to talk about has some rage? She keeps it well hidden, but yeah, there's rage there. Yeah. Uh, So today, since we're doing old scary movie, new scary movie... Marie picked Megan. Yeah, a, a newer scary movie um, because like the little dance mm-hmm. scene, I I had to see it. Which made I, no fucking sense. It made no sense. We could talk about that. I would love to talk about that in a couple minutes because I have more to say about that. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, but I saw that scene. It was like a huge thing. Um, and I was intrigued by this movie. I really kind of did want to watch this movie. So, mm-hmm. um, it happened. 
It did. Did what uh, overall feelings like it, hate it, scared by it. I was not scared by it. Yeah, it's not scary. No, I will say, however, after watching it one night, I didn't even finish. But at our house, the sound just carries. And so sometimes like when I'm lying in bed at night, I can hear the ice being made and dropping into the container and it's a little jarring i don't know why after three years i'm not used to it but it still gets me so like i heard it and i like sat up and looked out the my bedroom door thinking like am i gonna have to jump and protect everyone from some attacker because this is where my mind goes so why scary movies are great for me and my mind like saw like a little hand go in front of the nightlight and wiggle its fingers. And I may have accidentally woke my husband up to make sure everything was fine. See, this is the difference between you and me because yesterday I was like, I haven't been scared by a horror movie in like a month. Everything is not scary. I need something scary. What can I watch? And I'm watching like, Annabelle I'm watching the nun I'm watching like different types of paranormal things because that usually gets me and I'm like am I broken (laughs) (laughs) it's like is it am I now to the level where I'm just not scared anymore and I was kind of sad because I like that feeling when your heart starts pounding and you're kind of like you're like there's energy crackling through your body like (gasps) when's it gonna happen and then I put on Hell House LLC. Who boy did that do it? I was actually covering my eyes and I haven't done that in a very long time. Did you like how it ended? I did. It was okay. like Blair Witch style, which I, mm. I which I thought was scary. I know some people didn't like that, but it showed more than Blair Witch. So like people who didn't like it because like it didn't show anything. Like I think you should watch Hell House LLC because it was very good very scary i don't think you should watch it especially yeah i don't plan to but i also slept like a baby last night so (laughs) it was fine (laughs) meanwhile we're watching hotel transylvania four and there's a character in there that my child is scared of and it's it's a cartoon but I'm making I, I'm making her watch it. Good. So I remember because I watched this yesterday. I had a double feature. I watched Mars Attacks, and I used to be terrified of that movie at her age. I, oh my god, you should not have been watching that. I might have been one year older because I think it came out in '96. No, you would have been younger. No, you would have been same age. Yeah. So yep. Yeah, I was scared of that movie. I mean, it's funny now. Yeah, but I, yeah, I still was scared of it. Our brother was so weird about aliens, though, so I feel like that's why we were scared of it. I'm surprised we haven't actually talked with him more about that. With like all the recent revelations, 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 revelations. I think he tried, and I shut him down. now's not the time i'm just trying to live (laughs) yeah (laughs) let me tell you about the movie megan 
Okay. So you, I'm sorry. I'm a little like disheveled and all over the place. I don't know what's happening. No, it's nice to talk. It's nice to chat. Okay. I just want to drink a little bit. So I think that sounds great. I'm going to introduce it and then you introduce the drink and then we'll talk about more Megan. So Megan came out last year in 2022. It stars Allison Williams, uh, Violet McGraw, um, Ronnie Cheng, Amy McDonald as Megan, like the like the doll, and then okay. Jenna Davis is the voice, and um, Brian Jordan Alvarez and Jen Van Epps were like the lab techs. Okay. Um, it was directed by Gerald Johnstone. And it was written by Akila Cooper and James Wan. Oh, James Wan. He does like all mm-hmm. the all the stuff. He's big. He is big. So the drink to go with this is the Megan. Now, we always are on the website. I have to update it. I'm not going to lie. I haven't been on top of that recently. Um, we always post the link. However, I was able to access the link, but Allison wasn't. So make sure you go to the Instagram at Toasty Whore, T-O-A-S-T-Y-H-O-R-R-O-R um, for the ingredients because we'll have it posted up there. And there's really nothing to it. You pour the ingredients in, in a glass. It is one part, and I'll talk about that in a second, um, cherry liqueur. So I had Luxardo. I had Luxardo as well. One part cranberry juice, and then you fill to the top with some champagne or sparkling wine. So um, you're supposed to top it with maraschino cherry, but I actually hate maraschino cherries, and I actually don't like cherry liqueur, so. Same. Hopefully that sparkling wine. Cheers. Cheers. That is not good. Oh, God. Yeah, that's real bad. <laughs> I'm sure you're glad you're drinking now. Ew. It, like, doesn't even taste. The taste, it's, like, polluted. <laughs> the cranberry juice and Luxardo do not go together in such a way. No. They just, they cl- are clashing. It's a clash in my mouth. Yeah. And I could smell it as I was bringing it up to my mouth. Hey, yeah. Wait, I didn't smell it. Yeah, it's real bad. It's not good. I was excited on his way home from work. Bernard went to the liquor store and got mini champagnes. And what what is it? Barefoot bubbly. They're now screw top champagnes, which is super convenient. It's about time. I know. I, the mini champagnes have really kicked up a notch with price. Mm -hmm. So I buy the Rafino Prosecco and I think it's like $14.99. Yeah. I, I mean, everything is kicked up in price. It's actually like really hard right now, but liquor especially. And I remember, a year ago, I want to say, like, them talking about how liquor store prices were going to kick up 20%. Ugh. 
So it's not it's not necessarily the people who are making it, even though I'm sure that's a part of it, but it's also just the liquor store in general. And especially if you're in Pennsylvania, I don't know about other states because I don't live there. Yeah, PA taxes are like not great. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. Yeah. And so uh, it just you can't really taste the champagne and the cranberry juice and the cherry liqueur don't com- are not complimentary. Don't drink this drink. No, and I'll tell you right now, my opinion ain't going to change. Yeah, this isn't one that's going to warm up on me. So, because we always have two drinks with every podcast. Um, sometimes they start bad and they get better. But this one, I'm going to say it's going to just be now. But yeah. we will revisit. <laughs> we'll touch base halfway through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, was this the first time you've seen Megan? It's the first time I've seen Megan, yes. Did you enjoy watching it? I I did enjoy watching it. But it's like Parasite. And I don't, I don't know if this is going to be like a new horror movie thing where everyone just kind of sucked. Yeah. Now the little girl you can't really blame because her parents just died. So she's yeah. just in a troublesome place. But all the adults, I wouldn't be like, fuck all of you. You're mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. So it, I found it bad on that end. But the movie, it, it didn't bother me as much as Parasite. Yeah. It's a fun movie. This was the yeah. second time I watched it because I got so much um it got so much attention whenever it first came out. I watched it back then and it was it's just fun. It's just kinda don't not deep. Just watch it. Have a good time. There is did you watch the unrated version? I did. Did you watch the unrated version the first time? Can't remember. Okay, I was just curious if you noticed. I did go through and pick out, or I looked up and researched what was different. Oh, boy. It's the cat. She came up to say hi. Hello. Um, Yeah, I don't know what was different. But there wasn't really that much gore in it. No, but what gore there was kind of stuck with you. The only th- well, we'll talk about it, I suppose. Yeah. Whenever we get to that, uh, thing. It was it was sparse. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot. If that kind of stuff bothers you, it was very easy to spot, and you could close your eyes. Yes. So, um, but if you don't want to see that at all, just watch the uh, the rated version because it, the gore is kicked up for the unrated version. So let me summarize this movie. Let's hear it. Uh, And this is a trope of scary movies, I feel like. Kid witnesses parents die in a traumatic way. Um, So kid goes to live with her sister. Her sister has this like sentient doll in production and gives it to her niece to help get over her parents death and shocker the sentient doll starts uh 
doing whatever she wants. You can't control her. And she goes on a murder spree. Okay. So our first category, can I just jump in here? Absolutely. The first category we're talking about are is the villain and the hero. And I kind of want to jump in here and talk about the quote-unquote hero, which... I want to say is the aunt. You're yes. supposed to think she's the hero. I agree with you, and I have reasons to back it up. Okay. However, I don't think she gives her niece the doll so much out of compassion. And here, let's get you over how your parents said. She gives her the doll because she has to do less. She has more free time for work. The kid's occupied with the doll. It's also helping her with the research and getting this doll out there. So I think it's more selfish of her than this, oh, I feel bad for you because your parents died. Here, have have a cool toy. It's more like, oh, your parents died and I'm in charge now. Here, this doll will keep you busy. So, yes, I agree. But... One of our characteristics of heroes that we talked about that I have on this little slip of paper here is... Don't lose that. I will not. Uh, You should probably get that laminated. Probably. I have both of like our outlines in front of me. Um, So one of the characteristics of the hero is is character growth. And she does have character growth because there is a pivotal moment where she's like, this is a bad idea. I'm going to ignore my work and we're going to go home and I shouldn't have done this and I need to be taking better care of you. Like there's this come to Jesus moment that the aunt has. Damn it, Allison. You got me and I can't even rebut you. (laughs) It's a good point. Thank you. Thank you. It's very close to the end of the movie. It takes a while for her to get there. Yes. I think it happened like with a half hour left of the movie, maybe less. How many deaths does it take for her to realize? It's not like she, the counselor, I feel like she was a court appointed counselor. She was terrible. Oh, she was awful at her job from this moment she first arrived on screen. I actually like wrote in here, I hope she dies. Um, But when she also has like this character growth moment when she's talking to her about like why this doll's a bad idea and all this kind of stuff, that doesn't kick in the aunt's character growth. Aunt's just like, fuck you, lady. This doll's working. It's great for her, whatever. I think it, the wheels start turning for the aunt when the niece, I don't remember anybody's name. Someone's name is Katie. That's the niece. When Katie hits her, right? She slaps her or punches her across the face. Mm-hmm. Slaps. So, slaps. So her wheels start turning then, but it doesn't really click for her until she realizes that Megan's responsible, not for just like one death, but like three That maybe, maybe we need to pull back. Yeah. Maybe. 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 But at least, at least reprogram. (laughs) No, you, you scrap it and start from scratch. Maybe. No, absolutely not. But come on, sentient anything. Never a good idea. 
I don't know. Did they actually use the word sentient in the movie? No, I think I made that. I like gathered that. I don't know if they would consider it sentient because it's technically not thinking for itself. But it is. It's not. It's using an algorithm. Not at the end. Well, I mean, but no, no, it's sent. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. But but they didn't create it to be sentient is what <clears throat> I mean. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Misunderstood. No, that's okay. So it just all goes back to this. It's not sentient. It is sentient. It's not sentient. Oh, we just didn't get the language, the programming language correct. No. So anyway, uh, do you? So do you agree though that like Gemma, the aunt, is the hero? I think it's a. Or do you think Katie as well? I think both of them are because both of them did have character growth in the end. Yes, as you've pointed, like mentioned, and Katie stepped in to also save the aunt. But um. I, I have a note at the beginning here that has Gemma categorized as a villain at first because she is really good at manipulating Katie. Like she's only worried about her job and she's doing she's making Katie do the demonstration after the dog bite. And it's just like she's doing whatever she wants to get what she needs. Yeah. I don't think Gemma's a good person. No. Uh, and she's also not smart. <laughs> like, yeah, she created all this stuff, but how long does it take for her to connect the dots? Yeah. I mean, denial's I know, pretty powerful. Yeah. I guess maybe, like, she just wants to see what she wants to see, but... I mean, Megan got pissed and the lights flickered on and off. Like, you need to take that as a sign. Things are not okay. Yeah. In the beginning, it's very interesting, though, because Megan is very compassionate. But Mm -hmm. I think she's very compassionate until Katie turns on her. Like, she always, I think she does have love for Katie. Well, it all went back to that programming Gemma plugged in, it seemed like. Your main objective is to protect Katie physically and emotionally. So it she, Megan, you know, so to speak, took that to heart and she was doing anything she could to protect her physically and emotionally even at the stake of other people's lives because according to that line other people didn't matter it was just katie Katie. so i would kept waiting for the thought the ending i thought was going to happen was i thought they were going to have to trick megan into seeing that she was actually a threat to katie and she would like destroy herself Mm. that's how i thought it was going to end could have been a better ending actually Hello, I'm open. Hire me. If you step on this keyboard, I'm telling you what. (laughs) Goodbye. (sighs) 
So I'm not saying I think that she just maybe cared for Katie too much. Mm-hmm. She just became a, a, a murderer. Yes. So are we ready to move on to villain? Yeah. And I think it's pretty clear the villain is Megan. Yeah, but you could also, like, make it more philosophical than that. Like, Gemma as her creator and David as, like, the CEO guy. Corporate greed, like, all this kind of shit. Because, you know, Gemma had to spend more time with these perpetual pets. Which, by the way, how did they not get sued by Furbies? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. But also, those teeth really add a creep factor. They were terrifying. And they're blue. Oh, no. The other one had a blue butt. The knockoff had a blue butt. Or somebody had, like, a butt that was, like, a mood ring. That one didn't bother me as much. But the teeth were, ooh, that was bad. Yeah, that was weird. Um, Yeah. So, uh, like I said, everyone's, everyone's, then you have the guy still in corporate secrets. He's a bad guy. The only, there's. Katie. Yeah. And the two like doofus workers. But even at one point, weren't they like, we just have to keep going? I don't remember. I feel like I didn't really hate them. I was I feel I feel like Gemma was like, we need to shut this down. And they were like, no, we just got a reprogrammer. We uh, can't shut it down. It's gonna make a lot of money. I can't remember. So I was glad that they didn't die. I was glad they didn't die, too. I also thought it was a stretch that they didn't die. Yes. <laughs> With the explosion in the lab. <laughs> yes. After the door was locked. Yes. <sighs> yep. I thought that was bullshit. Oh, and something I wanted to ask, speaking of, like, your philosophical, like, Gemma's responsible, so is she the villain kind of a thing. Would she be culpable in the murders of people? I have that question, too. Like, at the end, when, like, the police show up, what happens? She would have to be held accountable for something because she knew what Megan was doing. Yeah. She put together the neighbor, the dog, the the bully. She put all those together, and she didn't say anything. So I feel like she would go to jail for something. Yeah, and then poor old Katie's got a, more abandonment issues. Well, maybe the grandparents in Florida were the best choice. I mean, the workaholic aunt who would, wouldn't take a step back was not it. No. You didn't even put your collectible toys away. What kid is going to, like, see cool toys they've never seen before and not want to open them? Like, pack that shit up. That pissed me off. And also, who uses coasters on a kitchen table? No. Yes. A hundred percent agree. It's like... That's what they're there for. Yeah. You put I don't a- care if it's a mid-century modern table. She did have a cool house. I really enjoyed her house. She did. Yeah. I don't know. So one of the things that I did read is 
that this starts as like kind of a more psychological horror. But then, because if you watch the unrated version, it becomes a slasher because of the little bit of gore. How is it psychological? No, it was just the article said it goes from a psychological thriller to a thriller to a slasher. Are you like a New Yorker now? (laughs) I guess so. Cup of coffee? (laughs) I don't get that, but okay. What would you have deemed it as? Just a slasher. But not, I don't know. Is there like robot horror? Hmm. Sci-fi horror? Like what would you, I feel like it would be classified the same as aliens. Because they're all, or would you call that monster? I'd call that monster for probably sci-fi, but it is classified as like sci-fi horror, I'm pretty darn sure. So I would classify this as sci-fi horror too, because it's artificial intelligence. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then it goes to slasher. What would you categorize Jason X? It's about Jason going to space. It's a tough one. Um, it's really quality. <laughs> uh, I would probably go sci-fi horror. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I'd have to see it, though. Yeah. you. I think you do. It's up there. I just envision him, like, on one of the tethers out in space. I don't know if that actually does happen. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it. I think it's been a few years. It should have. So then, like, the globules of blood would be floating with little spheres. Does that happen? (laughs) Uh, Damn it. (laughs) Missed opportunity. Yeah, I agree. Ooh, have you ever seen Event Horizon? That Sam Neill, Lawrence Fishburne. Do they, like, go through a portal at one point? Yeah. So... I vaguely remember the movie. I had the flu when it, like mom and dad watched it. So I just remember waking up from like fever dreams and seeing like random sci-fi scenes. That's actually so scary because it has some really scary images in it. I don't, I just, I remember like a pyramid-ish kind of thing in like a portal. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's all I can get in my head that that was ages ago that was back in kentucky remember the pull out like green couch oh yeah i love that couch so did i it's quality yeah that was a very cozy couch it was hideous it was so bad you know they owned a lot of really bad furniture yeah yeah, that blue floral stuff that I had in college. Mm-hmm. Part of me, though, I was like, man, I'm kind of like sad to get rid of this. Part of me wants to keep it just for posterity. Yeah, it's like your childhood. Yeah. What about that one couch that was super rough with like the wooden arms? <sighs> <laughs> that was uncomfortable as hell. I feel like I remember our uncle sleeping on that whenever he stayed once. I don't know. I do wish I... St- we still had that TV with the paneling. I'd love to repurpose that. Cat house. Mm-hmm. Are we good with Megan? 
As the villain? Yes. And obviously her motive is protecting Katie. And she's super ultra strong because she's titanium. Bulletproof. Nothing to lose. That's your lady jam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but her methods of killing vary to suit what she wants it to be viewed as. Yes. So, except, except the neighbor. I can't think of a way that that could have been framed as possible. That was wild. The pressure washer taken off the skin off of her face. I that I did I did not look. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. That one I was like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're good to move on from villain to our next category. All right. Do you want to stop and get our second drink? No, can we do it after the next? Can we do it after this one? You're so enthusiastic. You must really love this drink. I have so much left. Oh, see, I've been getting rid of this bad boy. Done so. It stinks because you can't really tug it because of the carbonation. Yeah, I guess I'll be done. Or, like, not done, but, like, I'll throw it back really fast. (laughs) I'm done. All right. All right. Second drink. Be back in a sec. Yep. We're back. We are back. To talk about foolish decisions that our characters made in this movie. I mean, let us count the ways, right? Mm-hmm. There are just so many bad calls that that occur in this movie. Before we get to that, though, I would like to take a note, take a beat, okay. and talk about the the second drink for a second, because I meant to address something and I didn't. The If you access the link, it says to you that parts are British shots. Oh. For the life of me, like I researched, I could not find what a British shot was. So I just did regular shots. I just thought that it didn't really matter. Like it was like a part, like you could do like half, half, like even if you want, you know what I mean? Like I just thought. Right. I I don't know. It specifically mentioned British shots. So if you know what a British shot is, please email us. Toast to rom-coms, T-O-A-S-T-T-O-R-O-M-C-O-M-S at gmail.com because I have no idea. I don't know. And I am genuinely curious. Yeah. Did not get better. No, it sure did not. The drink's just not good. And I thought, like, my last drink had sat out for a little bit because, you know, I made it a little bit earlier for the picture. So I thought maybe more carbonation would help, but I think it made it worse. It, it was, it's quite bad. I I think just Lexardo tends to ruin everything it touches. <laughs> yeah. Maraschino cherries are not my thing. Like I said before, cherry, I love cherry fruit. No, I don't like any of it. I like a dirty you don't Shirley. Like regular cherries? Mm-mm, I don't like regular cherries. What about cherry lollipops? I'll do it. 
I love Ludens, the cough drops, the cherry cough drops. Those are great. Like the cherry candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those would be the ones. <laughs> those are those are really good, I admit. But but like anything else, cherry, like cherry Jolly Ranchers, no? No, I usually hmm. throw those away. The cherry starbursts are pretty okay. Like I like those. Cherry I runts. Like cherry. What's that? Cherry runts, throw them out. Hate oh. them. Start saving me all your cherry stuff. Just get a big jar for cherry flavored candy and I will eat it. I don't really eat a lot of candy at home. I, I don't either. But I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. Yep. What about like red pop, like cherry pop? I do like cherry pop. Okay. Like cherry Pepsi is very good. Like a Shirley Temple. I like a Shirley Temple. I love Dr. Pepper because it's like cherry. I do not like um, Cherokee Red, though. That's too much. Okay. You know, we went out for our father's birthday at the Duquesne Club last week, and that dirty Shirley was just all dirty and no Shirley. I just feel like that's usually their drinks, though. It's like high octane. I... I was just trying to think of something that was not alcohol heavy, like they, and, and that was my go-to. I was like, okay, they'll put like two shots vodka max, and then the rest is. Fr- it was, oh, it was all vodka. Hey, I was proud of us for keeping it on lock, though. Yes, we did a I great was job. Nauseous all the next day. Ooh. I wasn't hungover and I mixed a lot. At one point, I had red wine, champagne, and a French 75 all in front of me. Oh. And I drank them all. <laughs> I was sad that we didn't get more champagne because I feel like they had an yeah, open bottle that they just didn't finish serving. I agree. Because that champagne was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know if it was pre-bought or if they would take it to the bar. Like if you're going to take it to the back to the bar like I get it. But if it was pre-bought, like that should have been I agree. Okay. Yeah. So, but their Cosmo is always delish. Yeah. I don't like their French 75s. Oh, I think they're very good. I like them. I got everybody hooked on them. Mhm. By the end of the night her brother was doing a French 75. I don't know if you saw that. I did see that. He did mix like to go f- from beer to a French seventy five was was a bold choice. Yeah. No. Yeah. Beer before liquor never been sicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seemed fine the next day though. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see him. Really. Yeah. Uh, I drank a lot of water before I went to bed. That's always a good call. Yeah. I've been trying to up my water intake. I did a really good job today. And I only had one cup of coffee and I bought Target's caffeinated water, the Mm. good and gather. And I liked it and I felt pretty good. So it has recently come to my attention that for every cup of coffee, you need to drink one cup of water. And that's on top of what you should already be drinking for water. Uh, I don't know. I mean, bottom line is I'm never going to drink enough water and that's fine. So 
I am getting, how much do you think you drink a day? Like ounces? 16 to 24. A day? Yeah, because I always make sure I drink my big water bottle that I take to work. So you're looking, why are you so stunned? Like I don't drink, whenever I'm working, I drink a lot of water because I just get thirsty from like talking and working all day. That's not a lot at all. Oh, yeah, that's it. I thought you were thinking that I drank a lot. I I thought you drank a lot of water. Now I know you don't. No, I don't. But you just said you did. You're like, I drink a lot of water at work. Yeah, work. Nowhere else. <laughs> I said that I will never drink enough water. I know, but I didn't I'm expect so me to be telling the truth. <laughs> I thought you were doing better than me. No. <laughs> On the scale of so many things, no. <laughs> no, that's that's not true. But on water, it is. <laughs> water intake, it is true. Water, exercise, diet. You got me beat. Uh, we'll see. Healthiness. It's so bad. What, healthiness? No, the drink. I saw your face. Oh, it's so bad. And I, it's it's really bad. I thought that I would have more champagne to like kind of dilute it, but I didn't. It was the, a mini bottle is the perfect amount for two of these drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so foolish decisions. Yes. I mean, it starts with Katie's parents. Oh, yeah, they're morons. They are so fucking dumb. It is the middle of a blizzard. One, you didn't realize there was a blizzard, like you didn't check the weather on your way up the mountain. Two, you didn't get a four-wheel drive, so you just decided, what the hell, let's do it in the middle of a blizzard. Three, you stopped in the middle of the road. That was really got me the middle of the road. And just like stayed. You're like, all right, here we are. You didn't pull off to the side. Nothing. Nothing. Just stop in the middle of the road. Could have gotten hit from behind, you know. And no, it was a, it was a whiteout. Like there was no seeing anything and you just stopped in the middle of the road. Yeah. What are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing good. (laughs) I was literally saying the same thing. Uh yeah, they're they're idiots. Just pull over. Yeah. Okay. I I couldn't get over that. I'm like, I, I ski trip, great. I mean, we all have a weather app nowadays. You can literally see what the weather is doing. I mean, and even then, you probably didn't need to see what the weather was doing because you could just look out the window. <laughs> it's snowing hard. I think. That the next bad decision that's made is making Megan. Why do you think that's a bad decision right off the bat? Because these things always get smarter. They're always going to overthrow your... It's like a trope. They always know. Take it all the way back to iRobot with Will Smith. 
I love that movie. I was speaking into my drink and not the microphone. <laughs> I love that movie. I do too. I think it's very good. Mm-hmm. But you make these robotic things that can like quote unquote learn. And I think it, it was it Lovecraft who did like the three laws of robotics or something. Or was I never watched that? Or was it Westworld? No, it goes back to because Westworld. Hey, those pe- those things became had free will after a while. Did that show ever end? I think it got canceled after season three. How was season three? I never watched it. We stopped after two episodes of season two. But season two was awful. But that first season was so fucking good. Are you sure it's not iRobot that has the three? Isaac Asimov's Three Laws of Robotics. So they do talk about it in iRobot, but it comes from Isaac Asimov. I don't know where I got Lovecraft from. Probably because he also talked about it. A robot may not injure a human being or through an action allow a human being come to harm. A robot must obey orders given it by human beings except where such orders would conflict with the first law. A robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. Where they fucked up in this movie is they made it about one person Mm -hmm. and not all people. Mm Mm-hmm. So they automatically violated the first law of robotics. And they go to robot jail. Or just die. <laughs> I I just like along with the bad choice of making like a robot that could potentially become smarter than everybody else. Um I just think it's bad to make it that strong. <laughs> a titanium core. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah. What are you doing with this doll? Like, why couldn't it be aluminum? You'd probably cut down on manufacturing costs. Well, but is that the thing? Did they want that high ticket price? So they made it absolutely elite material to justify the cost. I don't know, but I never buy that fucking thing. No, it's fucking creepy as hell, too. Yeah. Do you see how it, like, shut down for the day? It's like, (laughs) just staring at Gemma as she looks in the room across the way. Fuck no. Plus, it's a $10,000 toy. Like, the Kardashians are going to have it, and, like, all the other... 1% 1% of the world. Everyone else is going to be like, it's $10,000. 10, I just need eggs. <laughs> $10,000 is like a very good vacation. Yeah. Like a luxury vacation. But I think that's how people would justify it, though. They'd be like, well, we can just skip vacation this year and get this doll that will last forever. See, not a lot of, not everyone values experience over things. Okay. So that that's where my mind goes. I would be with you. Yeah. So I agree. You need to have some kind of fail safe if things go wrong, which is, I think, the button on the neck or whatever it was was supposed to be the fail safe, but you have to get so close. 
Yeah. It's like the Death Star. You gotta <laughs> fly in there and get the button. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's funny. And she forgot, Gemma forgot her own her own invention. Megan's always learning. So she used that pen oh, trick yeah. the one time. Yeah. And then she tried it again and Megan's like, fuck you, bitch. I know this trick. Yeah. So. What else you got? I'm sorry. I feel like I'm talking a lot. No, I love it. I just don't think, I think all of these signs that were pointing to Megan being bad, we touched on them like lights flickering. Okay. You told her to shut off and she didn't shut off. Not okay. You can only explain away the bugs so often. Um. Oh, just, what's that? The one um, whenever Gemma relented with Katie taking the doll to like the school thing in the woods. Yeah. Like, no, it's a doll. I don't care if there's like a doll table. Like, number one, it's like your expensive, exclusive invention that you need to keep an eye on. Yeah. And then you just said out loud to everyone how exclusive and private it is. Yeah. Like, who's not taking a picture of that thing at that point? Yeah, exactly. And number two, like, it's a doll. Your daughter, your, 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 uh niece doesn't need to take a doll to that and you already have your suspicions like with the bug stuff that's been happening like these little things here and there mhm i don't know how it took so long to think that megan was going wrong did you ever watch the movie ron gone wrong I think it's on Disney Plus. It's like a really cute like kids movie. This is like an- y- yes, but a while ago. So I don't I think I told you about it. I think we watched yeah, I think you're right. And then it was like that dicky ducky, dicky ducky duck like they had that song. Mm-hmm. So this is like an evil version of that. <laughs> Even when I'm trying to think about like you said, you see things going wrong with Katie in this doll as well. So it's not just the mechanical glitches that are happening. It's how Katie's acting around this doll. It's time to like cut the cord with that and be present in her life. Um, like, I also think not telling David what's going on with this doll like, she just ups and leaves her two associates with this thing in the basement. She's like, I had to take care of Katie. Peace. And just leaves them alone. Like, I know she told them her suspicions, and that's great and all, but you were the one in charge of Megan, and then you leave your underlings there to deal with a homicidal doll. And don't tell the guy in charge who just wants to get the doll and bring her out. Like, it's just wild. She does a complete 180 from, like, caring about Katie zero and her job, like, 3,000 to caring about Katie 3,000 
and caring about her job to like negative 3,000 where she's willing to let everyone die. Yes. Uh, But I'll tell you what, I don't know if this is a foolish decision, but whenever that guy, I think his name was Cole or something, went up to unplug everything, I was like, come on, man, you just gotta, you gotta let it go. You need to like secure her more or something. Like, this is a bad idea. Like, you know she's killing people. Like, that's already going against her programming or, like, maybe it's not whatever. But how are you? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. There's. Okay. I want to talk about that with final thoughts, though. Okay. I personally am ready to move on from foolish decisions. Me too. Okay. So let's talk about who deserves to survive slash who deserves to die. I think we should amend it to not only deserve to survive, but deserve to die. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I'm just going to say it. Gemma can go. (laughs) Like, I'm willing. Sacrifice yourself, bitch. You did this. It was faulty programming. You cared about your job too much. Go go ahead. The reason why I say no to that is because of the emotional trauma and scarring it would have left on Katie to be abandoned or left by another adult. Gemma says at one point, she's not my child. Yep, she fucking is. What do you think this all happened for? She is your child. At that point, I was like, I'm done with her. She can go. I was... She caused more harm than good by pawning her off on Megan. Yeah. So I get that she had character development towards the end. I get that. But I think she, her being alive and like, oh, maybe not. Maybe because they were able to get rid of Megan in the end, her surviving justifies all this. Because if she died, Megan would still be around. Okay. So she had to survive. She didn't deserve to survive, but she had to survive to get Megan out of the picture. Yes. Now, something that's tricky to me is the child Brandon in the woods who got his ear pulled off. And I was like, I think he deserves to have his ear pulled off. But did he deserve to die? Because that was a gruesome death. And how much more trauma would that would have caused <laughs> Katie after her parents died in a car accident? And then this kid, Brandon, gets hit by a car. Yeah, that was pretty bad. But that kid was rotten. I But I'm still surprised they killed a kid. Yeah. And it was, it wasn't graphic, but it was obvious what had happened. Like, you see the car get him. And boy, does he get him. Yeah. And plus the whole ear thing that was pretty. I was like, that's not gonna... She's gonna let it go, right? It's gonna, like, snap back like rubbers. (laughs) I thought that was a little ridiculous. Like, she kept pulling and pulling, and I was like, come on. Come on. It stretched way too far yeah. that it shut up. Yeah. Like, 
No, I don't think <laughs> your ear, like, your ear is not going to stretch like that. No. <laughs> I don't know how it would come off, but it wouldn't come off like that. No, I don't think so either. Maybe it was that titanium, that yeah. titanium core, his fingers. Uh, I think, oh, going back to Brandon really quick. Was he taking off her shoes? Like, was he gonna, like, defile her? Like, do you remember he, like, laid her down in the woods and then he started taking off her shoes? That never crossed my mind. Maybe I'm Now just, that you say it, I don't know, but... Am I just I wanna, a pervert? I want to say I hope not. That he was just trying to, like, upset Katie by fucking with the doll. Okay. Listeners, email us toastromcoms at gmail.com. Was Brandon going to defile this poor robot? It's actually a really good question. It is. Let me, let me text Bernard because he watched it. Ooh, did he like it? He did. David the boss. Deserved to die for sure. You think so? Oh, yeah. He was a complete shit greedy selfish didn't care about anybody anything didn't care about the kids he just wanted to make a buck and what about the guy who was selling secrets i think he deserved to be maimed but maybe not killed what do you think i I didn't think he deserved to die yeah i mean i understand he was He was wrong place, wrong time. Like, but... And she did have a justification for killing him, but it's not because of his actions. It's just because it would have made it easier for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he deserved to die either. Um, Now, as I brought up before, I was looking forward to the counselor getting killed, but she didn't. Do you think she should have died? Yeah, I don't think she was good enough with kids to survive. I think she really sucked. She was very judgmental. Very callous, not comforting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She comes in like th- two or three days after the move and is just like, this isn't good. Still in your tells- PJs? Yeah, of course. Her parents just died. She's in hello. mourning. If you walk in my house at like 5.30 p.m., I'm in my PJs. Yeah. Like, it just is what it is. And like telling telling Gemma, like, let's let Katie take the lead, shall we? And then she goes, Katie, roll that ball. Well, that's, I thought Katie was taking the lead. You I just told her what to do. I got so mad at that because I was like, let Gemma show her what the toy does. God damn it. Maybe it's much cooler than just rolling a ball because Katie's, what, like, 10? Yeah. Maybe she would bond over this, like, toy, like, if Gemma shows her what to, like, what it can do. She's not two years old. She understands balls (laughs) that you roll on the ground. (laughs) Um, My husband said he did think that. Brandon was trying to defile Megan. Okay. In the woods. Okay. 
Okay, so you win. You win that round. I it wasn't a competition. Yeah, I just didn't think Megan would have like a vagina. Yeah, anything to stick something in. She probably doesn't, but he like didn't know that. He probably wanted to see. Well, no, <laughs> is she like a Barbie under there? Does she have like plastic underwear on? I feel I like know. it's like a Barbie. But her face was like latex, right? You think her whole body's like that? No, but that would add another dimension to this corporation's whims, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, like, at what point are they going to do, like, a sex doll? Absolutely. One that learns and can cater to emotional needs as well as physical. This is, like, a whole other thing. Yeah. Wow. Sex robots. Now we know Megan 2's plot. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna start ripping people. Oh, my God. We're gonna see dicks stretching until they come (laughs) off. See, my thing was, like, <laughs> the the vagina and then, like, titanium just slams down <laughs> on it. On the dick severed. Have you ever seen Teeth? No, I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it. I might put it on the list. <laughs> it's so silly and ridiculous. Oh, second drink down. Did not get better. Yeah. I'm still going um i think the dog deserved to die because that was a bad dog i'm gonna i'm gonna say no and here's why it's Gemma's fence it was not patched up she never put something in front of the hole she never tried to like board up the hole that was Gemma's fucking fence it was Gemma's fault that fence should have been fixed the dog did what any dog was going to do. I don't know. Now the dog grabbed Megan, but Megan's a doll. Like she is it but that dog bit Katie. The dog bit Katie when she was trying to save Megan. I don't know. I feel like we train our our dogs like to not bite regardless. We try, but they're still dogs. I don't know. My neighbors stick their hands through my fence and pet my dog, and I'm fine with it. You're also there supervising. Not all the time. I don't know. I think that's different than what happened. I think Megan went onto that dog's property to get something. Listeners, email us. Toast to romcoms at gmail.com. Did this dog deserve to die? I don't think the dog's inherently bad. I think that it should have been an indoor dog. I mean, she kept it outside all the time. I just hate that in general. Yeah, I'm not a big fan either um so it should have been an indoor dog number one number two Gemma needed to fix the fence even the police officer was like fix the fence it wouldn't have been hard you just need two boards and a hammer and nails so 
Yeah. Now piggybacking off of that, did the neighbor Celia deserve to die? I say no. I think she's just a crazy old lady. I don't think she deserved to die either. The dog going missing was a small offense in what Megan did. Because it did physically harm her. Yeah. Like, that's not good. Yeah. But um, the neighbor, she knew something was wrong. That was just Megan covering up her actions. It wasn't that the neighbor did anything bad. Right. Because I don't think the neighbor was a bad person. I just think her dog's not a good dog. <laughs> yeah. Um. I can understand Megan's reasons for killing Brandon before I can understand her reasons for killing the neighbor. Well, that microphone just went way down there. That was weird. I have no idea what happened. It just boop. Uh, yes, I agree. Um, I think that's it, right? I think so. Okay. The movie was not that scary. We'll just get that out there. No. I, I didn't have any jump scares. I think the car hitting Brandon could be considered a jump scare. Could be. You don't think it's going to happen to a kid, number one. And number two, the car's going pretty fast, so it is sudden. Yeah. Um... I think my like my scariest moments for this movies are very small things. Like yeah. I think that it was very unsettling. Like I think that's what they are. It's not like scary moments, it's just like unsettling moments. Like whenever um Gemma tells Megan to turn off and she says, "Are you sure?" You're like, "Ooh." Mm. And then Whenever Gemma tries to access her like video files and they're all corrupted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the tense moment of the lab guy going to unplug her head and him get like, you know, like that leading up to it was scarier than like what happened afterwards. I agree that the are you sure thing that was definitely scary. And it was the anticipation of a lot of things happening. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like that guy going to like shut her down or whatever he was going to do. Um, that was definitely like suspenseful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Suspense. Yeah. That's yeah. That's exactly what it was. Even the when Gemma's talking to the police officer outside and like in the background, Megan's standing at the window watching like it is it is it gets you like you know something's going on and it's not good how creepy do you think megan is like what was your creep factor with megan not a lot until the end when her voice started glitching that got me i thought that was creepy but there were certain things they did to megan that didn't make sense to me that brought her creep factor down like, what do you mean? Like, the dancing? Not, like, when they bring Kate, when they bring Megan home for the first time, 
She's wearing sunglasses. Oh, yeah, that was really funny. That was a choice. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just thought that was ridiculous. That was really silly. I forgot about that. Right. So things like that. Um, what was another thing? Um, at the big fight scene at the end. Her eye makeup's running. Like, she's a doll. Are they applying mascara every day to her? Like, why would her eye makeup be running? I I get, like, they want to show her devolving and things like that. But no, no, she's latex. Those are fake eyelashes that are sewn on. It's not happening. So the, the doll factor, the creep factor for the doll itself wasn't there for me. I think it was like her voice was unsettling. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't like her high pitched voice. Um, and I didn't like her big eyes. Okay. Like she kind of was very like anime. Yeah, I but, could see that. But not in like a cool way, like a creepy way. Yeah. <laughs> It was them trying to make her look real, but you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there were just and Ooh, sorry, but no. uh it was really creepy too how um whenever Megan was in development, and I don't I can't even remember if she was like fully put together at this point, whenever she was asked to turn off and she didn't. And then she asked about death. Mm-hmm. That was weird. Sorry. I fucked, I fucked you up. No, that's okay. There were also like other things. I get that in the forest when she goes down on all fours and like runs like that, that's supposed to be creepy, but it didn't strike me as creepy. It just strike me as ridiculous. And then towards the end, it fell into this like trope, like David's literally running away from this doll who's walking and stops to get a paper cutter and he can't outrun her. And then Katie and Gemma are at home and then Megan's there. Well, how did she get there? Did she take an Uber? No, don't you remember? She stole a car. Ha ha! She not only did she steal a car, she stole a McLaren. <laughs> You're right. You're 100% right. That, that's on me. That, that's why I remember because I was like, oh my gosh. It's ridiculous. And it was green, right? It was orange. Damn it. Nice try. Well, it's been a while, all right? You're, has it? When did you watch the second half? It's been over a week. It's been like 10 days. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. But that's, I'm going to blame my memory lapses on that. Mm, yeah, or me, because I rescheduled it. No, it's, it's <laughs> fine. I just literally thought like Megan terminated over to the house. <laughs> like, she apparated. <laughs> yep. Just like the straight arms. Like, <laughs> what was his name? Robert Patrick like did the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also thought another tense part now that I'm looking at my notes was right after we see um uh, 
she was acting as Tess on that phone and she shuts down the lab. Um, and then Tess picks up her phone and sees like 37 seconds call made or call uh-huh. ended or whatever. Like that was that was fun. I liked that. They had some they did have like good parts in this. Like I don't want to say this movie's bad and I don't want to say this movie's all cheesy. No. I do think this movie knows itself. Like I don't think it's trying to be like I think it's just trying to be like fun. Mhm. Like I don't think making this movie they're like oh my gosh, this is going to be so scary. No, it was going for pure entertainment. Yes. Uh, I will say, like, something that I also found unsettling was the big memory Katie had of her mom. That was weird, right? That was gross. And, like, that's what you remember about your mom, not, like, her reading you a bedtime story or cuddling you or taking care of you when you're sick, but her reaching into her her hand and getting a cockroach on it. And it was funny. Weird. It was supposed to be funny. And well, then Megan sang a song, and I thought that was super creepy. Like, Megan being compassionate to me wasn't being compassionate. It was being scary. Yeah. So, there's that. Final thoughts? There's one big, huge plot hole to me. And maybe maybe you have a rebuttal to this. How does Megan get power? Oh, I think she's actually, like, at night, she's sitting on, like, a, a black pad. Okay. And I think that's actually what charges her like she sits on that windowsill thing and mm-hmm. there's like a pad underneath it did they spell that out no okay so if that's how she's getting power and Gemma's super worried about megan couldn't she just like take the power away just let her wind down it's a good point it's a good point I mean, I'm not 100%, but that's what it looked like to me because it did seem to glow a little bit. That was my one thing. I was like, can't, isn't she just going to power down because she's out of battery or something? Like, don't they charge her? Just don't plug her in one night. Yeah. Let her run down. Yeah. I'm not saying Megan couldn't figure out an alternative or whatever, but just smash her power source. She'll be fine. Yeah. So that was my big plot hole. I like it. It's good. That's a good point. Um, differences between the unrated and the rated versions. Um, it's just like dumb stuff. Like when David dies, there's a larger blood splatter. Um, explicit, more explicit language. Brandon's death is grosser. The pressure washer death is more graphic. There's more CGI because they need more gore and blood. Um, the unrated version is actually six seconds shorter. Because they shortened other scenes to fit in the grosser stuff. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, that's it. Okay. My other thing was, though, after Megan killed David, how come she didn't have one drop of blood on her? 
And the other guy who she slit the throat. Like, that's a splatter. That's a spray. She's going to get blood on her. It's also a good point. I didn't think of that. So, that bothered me. Continuity. Motherfuckers, we need some more continuity. Would that have scared you more if she had been, like, covered in blood? I'm just curious what you think. No. Would you have thought it was cheesier if she had had blood on her? No. So you're neutral to that idea? Neutral. Okay. What about you? I I was deferring to the whore expert here. I had no expectation. I'm not an expert. I just like I what would, I like. I like envision, like, that's a lot of blood. Like, if she goes around looking like Carrie. Yeah. How am I going to feel about it? Oh. Yeah. You go. I didn't know if the dance, whenever she sees David, is it supposed to be funny or is it supposed to be creepy? I don't know. I just like how they tried to explain why she does it by giving us like the three second like thing in the middle where with Katie's Katie teaching how to dance and then it never comes up again until the end. No. And then you see like that was the press for this movie is you see like a ton of dancing Megans. Mm-hmm. No. I don't I don't know. I think it was supposed I don't know. I mean, I think it's supposed to be levity. Like goofy. I would think the opposite. I would think that was trying to be creepy. Like, oh, she's going to murder this guy and she don't even give a fuck. She's just dancing. She's a dancing queen. I love the music in this movie. I did too. Okay. Because, again, it acknowledges what it is. Yeah. It's like this... Like, kind of EDM, like, a lot of, like, dancey music, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. And how dumb Gemma is. You didn't code in parental controls. Like, what are you... It's a child's toy. Megan, teach me about sex. Megan, teach me about bestiality. <laughs> Megan, teach me how to make napalm. Like... That's hilarious. Teach me how to make meth. (laughs) Kids don't look up anything. One last thing that I have for a final thought is I thought it was crazy, like absolutely crazy, that an eight ounce glass of water on this doll made it short circuit. When a dog bite to the neck, I think it was the neck, didn't do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wild. And that's through the latex to the titanium core that's supposed to make it indestructible, but that little glass of water is going to do something. Yeah. 100% agree. There's a plot hole. Yes. Like, they're not, like, kids are going to take this doll to the beach or, like, swimming or whatever, and it, uh-huh. it's going to break. Yeah. Great call on that one. Yeah, I think that's I think that's it. I think that's all I have for 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 Megan. How much therapy does Katie need? Oh, endless. Yeah, I, she might need institutionalized for a while. Quite honestly, parents, 
murder. But it, but it might not happen right away. Like, she seems okay right now, but these latent memories are going to, like, resurface eventually, and she's just going to need help. Mm-hmm. Like, Katie's fucked for life. Yeah. Especially when, like, Elsie starts getting into play and, like, it's just Megan all over again. <laughs> she's done. Hey, I never plugged in Alexa. Alexa creeps me the fuck out. I'm not doing it. I have never plugged in Alexa either. I think I gave it to somebody for free. I was like, I don't want this. Do you want this? I'm never going to use it. They're like, why not? I'm like, uh, because it's going to listen to everything I do. Mm-hmm. Um, could you survive? Yeah, 100%. Same, because we the would first, never. Yeah, the first glitch that happened, I'd be done. I would never even want to buy this. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. I like parameters. I like, I like to be smarter than my toys. I also just like, like, maybe just use your imagination. You don't need to, like, you know, play with a Barbie. It's okay to be bored sometimes. Like, sometimes my kid's just walking around the house and I'm like, she'll figure it out. Sometimes she'll be like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, well, you're, and she goes, I know I'm very creative and I can figure it out. That's amazing. Yep. You got it. Mom would always tell me one day you're going to miss being bored and God damn if she wasn't right. I always got, well, just go stand on your head and spit spikes. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think you should start telling your daughter one day you're going to miss being bored. I'll I'll work that in. Yeah. I got some standard phrases. It's going to slide right in there. Good. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, so this is good because it's been 10 days since you've watched this. What, mm-hmm. what, what lasting effects does this have on you? Zero. I mean, like, do you, will you remember this movie? I'll remember it, but... I'll remember, like, the dance scene. Yeah. I think that's the iconic moment of this movie, for sure. I think so, too. I'll remember the dance scene. um, And honestly, I'll remember, like, how shitty some of the people were, like, Gemma and the therapist. That's really the lasting effect. Okay. What about you? I think that's pretty much it. Like, Mm -hmm. what you said. And the ear being ripped off. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, with all the other horror movies bouncing around my head at all times, it's low on the totem poles. I just think it's so interesting, the two old movies that we've done, and I mean, granted, they are iconic, versus the two new movies that we've done. It's like apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, this is why this is so iconic. Mm-hmm. There's like a different like feel to them. To be fair to Parasite, I think it's mislabeled as a yeah. horror. It's really like a social commentary rather than a horror movie. Yeah. But for the next movie, I mentioned this before, but I we're going to do another iconic one. We're going to do Child's Play. Okay. With the hottie Chris Sarandon. I don't know why I think he's so hot, but I do. I don't know why you think he's so hot either. Maybe this movie will change my opinion. Maybe. 
doubtful. Does he still have the feathered hair? Yeah, but I like it. Oh, no. (laughs) No. Have you ever... So you've never seen this? No. Like, I have random images of, like, hearing little feet patter or, like, seeing little legs move, like, super fast on the screen, but... uh, are That's you it. are you afraid to watch this? I'm apprehensive, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I sure am. Don't let your child I mean, I know you wouldn't, but like I feel no. like this would be like a scarring movie if you're a child. No, I won't let her watch it. Okay. So uh, what kind of martini glasses are you giving <sighs> Megan? I do three out of, well, yeah, three out of five. It's fun. I was going 3.5 because I do think it's fun. I think the music's memorable, um, but the plot holes and like not really having a character you want to root for. I know you're supposed to root for the kid, but she's kind of just isn't that likable. No. So. No. Sorry, kid whose parents just died. I don't. <laughs> I don't think you're likable in this movie. No. But um, rate, review, follow. Yep. Check out the Instagram at Toasty Romcoms. Nope. Toasty Whore. Toasty Whore. Whore. Horror. Thank you. I have a bad habit of saying whore instead of horror. (laughs) Horror. And it has led to some misunderstandings. That's funny. <laughs> How do you say it? Horror. Is that different? Horror. Say it, say it again. Horror. 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 It's different. Okay. <laughs> Horror. <laughs> Was that better? No. <laughs> Horror. Somehow worse. <laughs> I'll practice. Perfect. Horror. Okay. <laughs> so you just say it now. But the website is still www.toasttoromcoms.com. I'll have to see if I can change that. Email toasttoromcoms at gmail.com. No idea how to change this shit. I'm just here. We're, we'll, we'll get down to it eventually. Three times at a minimum. Um, so hard. Instagrams at Toasty Horror. And then depending on what um, listening application you're looking to, it's <laughs> either it's either a Toast of Horror or a Toast of Rom-Coms. Oh, wait. I thought James... Did it change? James said he changed it. So it should be officially a Toast of Horror. Look on your podcast. A toast to horror. Oh, but the picture is the same as a toast to rom-coms. Huh. Well. But it is a toast to horror. Well, I don't know. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. One, Eventually. One day. One day. All right. Until child's play. Please watch up. Drink up. But not this drink. <laughs> And cheers. cheers.